sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. Hi, everybody. This is Monica Reinagel, and you're listening to The Nutrition Diva, quick and dirty tips for eating well and feeling fabulous. Today's episode was suggested by, well, a number of people, actually. Layla, Lauren, and Kelly all wrote to me with questions about artificial sweeteners and whether they can help you lose weight. You've probably heard by now that we're having a bit of a fat problem here in the United States. In fact, it's quickly spreading around the globe. Obesity seems to be one of our more successful exports. In a country where two-thirds of the adults and one-third of the kids are overweight, it might seem that artificial sweeteners would be a pretty good idea. The average American eats about 20 teaspoons of sugar a day, most in the form of soft drinks, sweets, and other processed foods. Well, that's about 300 calories a day. If we replaced that much sugar with zero-calorie artificial sweeteners, we could all lose 30 pounds over the next year without even trying. And that's perhaps the main argument for the use of sugar substitutes. Replacing sugar with artificial sweeteners can save you calories. Another advantage to zero-calorie sweeteners is that they have no effect on blood sugar levels, and that can be helpful for people with diabetes. And of course, unlike sugar, artificial sweeteners don't cause tooth decay. But there's no such thing as a free lunch, and artificial sweeteners have some downsides as well. First, many people find that super sweet taste or bitter chemical aftertaste unpleasant. Secondly, using sugar substitutes to make cookies or other baked goods is almost always disappointing because real sugar is crucial to things like texture and browning. Third, despite the fact that all of the artificial sweeteners have been approved for human consumption and are considered safe, some people are still concerned that artificial sweeteners might be toxic or cause cancer. I don't actually worry too much about this one, and not because I think our regulatory agencies flawlessly protect us from unsafe products. I don't worry about it because these products have been so heavily consumed for such a long time that if there were a connection between their use and brain cancer or something else, I think we would have seen something by now. Nonetheless, some people do report adverse effects, ranging from headaches to chronic fatigue. And in these cases, the problems generally go away when people stop using the sweeteners. So it's pretty easy to test whether or not artificial sweeteners are making you feel poorly. And if they are, the solution is simple. Just stop using them. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. No, for me, the biggest concern about artificial sweeteners is this. Some studies have shown that they may actually make you hungrier, which can make it harder to stick to your diet. Ironic, isn't it? The main advantage of artificial sweeteners is that they can save you calories. But if at the same time they lead you to eat more, well, it kind of defeats the purpose, doesn't it? Unlike the thing about brain cancer, this one's actually been observed in scientific studies. I'll put some links in the show notes for those who would like to pursue this further. Now, researchers are still debating whether or not the appetite-stimulating effect of artificial sweeteners leads people to eat more calories than they would have otherwise. But it is true that statistically, the more diet soda you drink, the more likely you are to become overweight. 
I've never had a huge soda habit, but when I did have a soda, I always figured I was better off having a diet soda than drinking all that sugar. Now, I'm not so sure. Of course, with the SodaStream environmentally friendly soda maker at home, I have the perfect solution. Sparkling water, with or without a splash of fruit juice, is now my soft drink of choice. I've talked about the SodaStream before on the show. You can learn more about this great invention on the show's webpage. Sugar substitutes are getting harder to avoid. You used to find artificial sweeteners mostly in diet sodas and in those little pink, yellow, and blue packets. But now they're being added to everything from ice cream and cereal to fruit juice and sports drinks. You've probably bought products containing artificial sweeteners without even realizing it. If you'd rather avoid them, you'll need to start reading labels. The most commonly used sweeteners are sucralose, which is the generic name for Splenda, aspartame, which is also sold as Equal and NutraSweet, and Ace Sulfame K, also known as Sweet One. Check the ingredient lists. And here's a tip. Foods labeled no sugar added or sugar-free almost always contain artificial sweeteners, and low-carb products often do as well. Personally, I've decided that when I'm in the mood for something sweet, I'd rather have the real thing, but in moderation. This is Monica Reinagel, the nutrition diva, with your quick and dirty tips for eating well and feeling fabulous. These tips are provided for your information and are not intended as medical advice. Please work with your health professional to determine what's right for you. Visit nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com for a transcript of this episode, along with links to the research I mentioned. And while you're there, sign up for my new weekly newsletter with more tips, recipes, and goodies that I don't have time for on the show. Look for the blue sign up button on the left-hand side of the page. In this week's newsletter, I've got an answer for the listener who wanted to know if he could count pickles and corn nuts towards his five daily vegetable servings. If you have a nutrition question for me, send an email to nutrition at quickanddirtytips.com or leave me a voicemail at 206-203-1438. And then be sure to check both the podcast and the newsletter for your answer. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great day and eat something good for me. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.